As you know, my name is Geraldine, and this is my testimony of um, God in my life. Right, um, I was born in 1975, a long, long, long time ago. Um, <laughs> my early years um, were comfortable and happy as far as I remember. Um, but when I was eight or nine, my parents' relationship became difficult. By the time I was ten, it had completely broken down. Lots of hurtful things happened and were said. The final outcome was leaving one parent's home to live with the other. The years that followed were emotionally difficult for me, although school and my friends there was a sanctuary. Um, however, looking back on my childhood, two things stand out. The first was my ability to always smile through the hurt, that resilience to get up and face each day, even though there were times when I just wanted my life to end. The second was that I always had a strong sense of right and wrong. My dad told me a few years ago that even when I was four, I used to tell the other children what to do. At the age of 12, I made a decision to never to lie to my parents. As a young adult, this sense of right and wrong led me to start thinking about God. As a 10-year-old, I'd had an encounter with the Jehovah's Witnesses, and at the time, I understood the need to follow God and live accordingly in order to be called a Christian. I knew that I was not a Christian. I told lies, I swore, I slept with men, I was raging with anger on the inside. I knew I was not right with God. Yet one day, when I was about 21, I found myself thinking that although I'm not a Christian, if I stopped sleeping with my boyfriend, maybe God would be a bit more favourable. So I broke up with the boyfriend. I remember going to a church service with my grandmother and falling in love with the song, How Great Thou Art. Every now and again, I would think about God and hope that he wasn't too displeased with me. Then in March 1998, I was on my way home from the gym when a lady stopped me and invited me to church. I said no. When she asked why not, I told her that I didn't want to be a hypocrite. Somehow the conversation progressed to swapping names. Her name was Joyce, and she told me she was a midwife. When I reflect back to that conversation, it makes me smile. God knows me so well. Because being a person who loves children, I was suddenly excited at the idea of meeting this woman who actually delivered babies. Next thing I knew, I was exchanging numbers with her. In the following weeks, I went to Joyce's house for dinner, where I met other disciples. I came to church, and when Ingrid asked me if I wanted to study the Bible, I said yes. I studied with Ingrid and Karen, and I could see, very, see clearly from the scriptures what God wanted from me. I firmly believed that the Bible was from God and that I needed to accept and follow all of it, not just part of it. I could see from the scriptures that Jesus had given up his life so that I could have a chance to be saved. I could see that Jesus was the only way to salvation and I understood that I needed to repent of my sin and be baptised in order to receive forgiveness for my sins and to be able to walk with God. I made the decision to get baptised the following Wednesday. However, when I told my dad of my decision, he was concerned and asked me to think carefully about what I was doing. After telling him that I would think about it, I postponed my baptism. I did, indeed, I did take time to think about it, but all I could see was a fence with God on one side and sin, the world, and eternal separation from God on the other. I felt that I was just sitting on the fence at that point and I needed to decide. I decided to jump off the fence onto God's side and let him catch me. 
I was baptised the following Sunday on the 26th of April 1998. I feel blessed to be a Christian and, part of this, and to be part of this fellowship. Life has always had its struggles and God has used sisters and brothers and their love and friendship to bring me through those struggles. However, for many years I struggled with feeling insecure, with feeling secure in my salvation. I always felt that a missed Bible study or prayer would result in, a sal- in my salvation being at risk. And the fact that my, my personal Bible study and prayer was inconsistent meant that I was feeling fearful and insecure most of the time. I would think, oh, I didn't pray today. Everything is going to go wrong. You see, the fact, the thing is that I got baptised out of obedience to God's word because I believed it was the truth and the right thing to do. It's just that it's taken a little while longer for my faith in God and my love for God to grow. God has spent the last few years teaching me many things and showing me his love. There have been poignant moments in my Bible study where truths have dawned on me. For example, the time when I was reading David's powerful words in the Psalms and realised that I could walk with God in righteousness because Jesus' sacrifice meant that I am righteous in God's sight. Colossians 1.22 says, But now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death and through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. And Romans 3.22 says, This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. When I studied the book of Romans, I saw God's grace and mercy. I felt that that same grace and mercy when I was spiritually weak and wasn't having personal Bible study. My negative thoughts told me that I should be punished, that nothing was going to go well or right, that God would be against me. But I saw God blessing me when I had done nothing to deserve it. That's when I truly understood that salvation comes from God's grace, not from what I do. Just like it says in Ephesians 2.8, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is a gift from God. It made me want to praise him and to talk to him and to be with him even more. Today I'm at a point when I can see God's truth, his power, love, mercy and favour in my life. I am a sinner, but he doesn't treat me as my sins deserve. And this, that is because of the sacrifice of Jesus, which I'm great, eternally grateful for. Instead of punishment, he increases my faith. He is healing me of my past anger and hurts. And through showing me that his timing is always perfect, he gives me peace in, like that in Philippians 4, 7, which goes beyond all understanding. For as long as I want to love and follow him, he always has my back, even when I don't understand the direction he's taking me in. I feel his love and know that he's always there. He will always be there. Because as Romans 8, 38, 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thank you for listening to my testimony. To God be the glory.